everyone that I can book this. I'm your host Fredo, joined by my co-host Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. This week, a little bit rough, but we're going to start off with war games. Before, I won't even wait till we get through the card. I just want to know, all in all, since you weren't here last week, what was your ex? First of all, what was your expectations going into war games? Uh, I didn't. I ever since I've refocused my lens, my expectations haven't been high at all for NXT. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've kind of figured. You know, obviously a lot of these people are green, so you know I'm not expecting fucking you know five star matches. Oh no! All, yeah, all up and down the card. Um, war games. I honestly had low expectations for it just because we've seen the quality go down. But yeah. I was hoping maybe, you know, some people would impress me. Uh, didn't get too much of that. <laughs> it didn't really happen. Yeah. All right, so starting off uh, through the door, smart move, women's war games match. Obviously, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora J, Kaylee Ray, facing off with uh, Dakota Kai, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. Mm-hmm. I threw the door already figured EO was going to do some wild shit. Like, that seems to be her thing. Just, you know, if you're looking for a crazy spot in the women's match, she's your go-to player for that. So I already figured that was going to happen. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I like, I'm, I keep saying it freely. You know, maybe I'm just spoiled from the past. But it's like, not that there's been so many women's war games matches. But, you know what I mean? Like, just in general, when you get this kind of match, the expectations are through the roof. Kind of like when you get a Money in the Bank match or whatever kind of gimmick match, you have expectations for certain shit, whether it's TLC, Hardcore, whatever. So with that being said, it being a War Games match, I just expect, and because you know the women can perform just as good, if not better, than than the men on some of these takeovers, you know what I mean? So it's not like a question of can they, it's just like who and when. So I was kind of expecting someone, like you said, impress me, <laughs> please impress me. And yeah, like you said, man, it just didn't really happen. Um, to me, I'm not going to shit on the match and be like, oh, it fell so flat, but it was just like, yeah, expectations were up in my case. Uh, and yeah, just, it just didn't deliver, man. Like EO, obviously she's been in it. Raquel's been in it along with Dakota, you know what I mean? So everybody else is basically new to the, to the dance, I would say. So, I mean, maybe it was nerves or just really didn't know how to work certain shit in, into that kind of environment. I don't know. But yeah, there was just, it was just not the best. Yeah. I, the the match, man, it, I'm not going to lie, made me want to turn off four games. Like, the first, like, five, six minutes, like, and we just, <laughs> they, they were, like, kind of, like, standing around, and you could tell, like, yeah, we've never done this type of match, so we don't know how to work this type of match. That's why they kept getting all the weapons and shit, and... I mean, I guess we could talk about the work or shoot uh, spot uh, yeah. with Cora. Well, well, yeah, so that was kind of crazy. It did look like it was very possible she hurt her, hurt her shoulder. Yeah, at first I'm like, oh yeah, I even tweeted that shit. Like she definitely fucked herself up. Like that's for sure. And then you know, seeing the replays and then seeing the cam footage on, on Twitter, it's like she didn't really. I mean, granted, accidents can happen on some freaky shit. Like you don't have to land right on your shoulder for some shit to happen. But like seeing the different angles, like yeah, she really didn't take no impact. I guess that could. I guess you can kind of pull off a janky looking dive. I guess. I mean, the chances of it pulling, coming off safely, I guess, are really thin. But, hey, you know, people get lucky. And like I said uh, to you in text about that shit, I was along for the ride. Like, okay, damn. Like I said at first, she really she really hurt herself. Up into the shit with EO, popping it back in place, that completely suspended all my uh, belief. Like, I, I couldn't keep going with that after that shit. The timing was off. She didn't even react right. 
at the right time, like, you know what I mean? So that, like, that just kind of killed it for me. Like, y'all didn't have to do that, but I get it. We're steady building up Cora J, you know, they're trying to raise her stock with everybody. So I guess, you know, adding, you know, hardcoreness to her, I guess, yeah. ain't going to hurt her. Just, you know, it's just going to help. So I get it, but yeah, that shit was just like, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. At first it was like, is this shit real? But yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they were doing with Gigi. And the facial expression she was making. Uh, boy, is she crazy now? Just kept looking around and... Yeah, I'm not really... Yeah. And and the fucking camera angles. Can we fucking stop? <laughs> like, every every three seconds we what change is that, the camera that angle. that guy or whatever? Yeah. Dune guy or whatever that's in, char- in control of that shit. Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that I'll, shit is it's, it's really... It, it honestly kills the match. Like, every three seconds. Like, she's trying to look into the camera and do her crazy face. And then we're at a different camera. And she's looking away. It's like... <laughs> Jeez, you know, I can't even pull that off right. Uh, but overall, I mean. Like I said, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, but, it, wasn't, you know, it wasn't horrible. I just, I just felt like, I don't know. I felt like some of the girls didn't know how to work it. Because you know Zoe, you know, barring that injury, you have to figure she was going to be a part of this match, you know, going into it at the, as they're leading into this shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, injury happens, so, you know, you got to adjust some shit. But it's like, yeah, the other ones don't really know. I mean, not that Zoe's been in one, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure she would have pulled off something. Yeah, Zoe's, yeah, Zoe's good. Yeah, she's good money in my book, you know what I mean? Like, so she, since she debuted, she's always, like, impressed me. So, like, it kind of sucks that she couldn't take place in this match because it's just like, yeah, or take part in this match because you never know what you could have got. It's just something you got to wait till next year, hopefully. Yeah, it was definitely, I don't know. I mean, overall, I guess, obviously, I don't know, obviously, with them building up Cora, we kind of figured that they were going to win. Yeah, because they've been going extra hard. Like, I mean, I ain't mad at it, but can we just make it a little less obvious? You know what I mean? Because it's like, damn, it's obvious the, the rocket has been strapped. And, like, that motherfucking fuse has been lit, and we are just watching this this rise that they're trying to... And not on some Cena shit. I don't mean it this way, but, like, you know how they're trying to put on us and shit. So it's like, yeah, we're witnessing it. It's happening well, right you, now. You, you, you would have think. Vince would have learned his lesson by now with Roman and stopped trying to make shit so obvious. But yeah, because I think that's another thing that played against Roman is just we knew what the fucking business was and it was just like, nah, we're not with this. Yeah, pe- people don't like being forced to, you know, to oh, this is the guy or this is the girl. People don't like that shit. You know, it has to be has to be organic. Yeah, and, like back in the day, I, I'm sorry, but they're going to always end up probably being an example for me. Uh, Rock and, uh, and uh, fucking Austin, you know what I mean? Like, People got to pick who they wanted to decide with. It wasn't like they were going against the grain on that one. And like Austin's hot, we're doing this shit. Or even, you know, how it started off, like we're going to push this guy. But then when he caught fire, it's like, okay, no regrets. We're all in on this shit. Same thing with Rock. Like, okay, we're going to go all in on this motherfucker. And the people ate it up. It wasn't no friction. That's how it should be. Like, don't force anything on us because it's not never going to work in your guys' favor, it, it, at least. It very rarely, rarely works. You know, so that, yeah, I, uh, what are you going to do? Shit, the NXT Tag Team Championship match with the tag team that should have never been, Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner versus Imperium. Uh, Imperium picked up the W. Going into this match, I got to say, like, I just didn't expect it, you know, even with the whole, oh, his contract's expiring, blah, blah, blah. Like, even barring that shit, I was just like, I it wouldn't make sense. Like, Imperium's more deserving. They, they waited their turn. Now it's their time. And just for a team to get formed out of nowhere thrown him i just couldn't side with that one so that's why i was like i wasn't expecting him to pull off the win but uh i guess the double crossing at the end you know 
kind of helped whack. Because I even told y'all in the group chat, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, obviously they did him clean-shaven baby face when he debuted, and it's like the, the scruff started going, and I even told y'all, like, he maybe would have, like, got accepted faster if he just came out with the, the beard, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is. Fast forward to where we are. He turns on his partner, and now it looks like, to me... I got to go on record and say this. Now it's like, okay, you cool as a bad dude, as a, as a heel. You're cool to me as that. Like, I don't got a problem. Now I'll, I'll probably be a little more invested in, okay, what, what are you going to bring next week? What are you going to do the week after that? But with the face shit, I was just instantly turned off by that shit. Like, oh, don't want to fuck with him. Don't care about it. But this is like a change of events for me. So I'm like, all right. It sucks that it had to be at uh, O'Reilly's expense. But, I mean, it all goes together storyline-wise. So, I'm not like, why did they throw this together? Or, well, why, you know, why did this happen at the end? Well, well, see, so so this is what pisses me off. Is that what the fuck we had planned for Kyle O'Reilly? And we knew his contract was coming up. But he's supposed to resign because of that, Eddie. You don't understand. That was a great story. Like, he's supposed to just be dying to put pen to paper for that shit. Well, I, so, I, this, this is what blows me. You mean to fucking tell me we knew Kyle O'Reilly had a couple months left in the fucking company. We don't know he's going to resign, and we're going to fucking put him with Von Wagner, and then he's going to turn on him in a couple weeks. What the fuck are we doing? Like like, that, what was the case? If he signed, you were going to put the tag belts on him? Like That still wouldn't be a good service to Kyle. He's like beyond that now. With everyone being gone from Undisputed Era, basically, with the, you know, except for Roddy, obviously. Uh, but with the other two being gone, it's like, yeah, the group's dismantled. He doesn't need that shit anymore. Let him prove himself elsewhere. Like, I, I, I would have... I would have much rather had the fucking main strap on Kyle O'Reilly than fucking uh, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. At least give him, you know. That would have been a nice way to relaunch 2.0, I feel like. Like, yeah, if you're going to go with a new direction. He's not young, young, but I mean, like, the kids love him. They, they fuck with cool Kyle, so shit. Yeah, it, it just, I, I feel like that was such a fucking drop of the ball there. Like, we mean to tell me we, we only had, we knew he only had a couple left. Couple months left on his contract, and we're gonna put him with fucking Ron we'll Wagner. You know, whoever fucking thought of that, man, you should lose your job on that fucking alone. That was the biggest fucking drop of the ball I've seen in a while. And Kyle's, Kyle's too fucking good for that. And I, and I don't fucking blame him. I'm glad that he threw up the fucking undisputed. Yeah, era. that that even like caught me because it's like you know, they're gonna do, let certain shit happen just because they know how smart the fans are nowadays, thanks to the internet and just people being more invested in shit nowadays. So it's it's cool that they let that kind of shit slide because like obviously who else is he referencing? Fucking Roddy's got his own group going, so it's like the original three, if you if you remember correctly. So it's like yeah, or is that his WCW Bret Hart moment? You know what I mean? Like is like I, that's what I like that they even put it in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna keep people guessing during his hiatus because uh keep reading reports that you know about how him and Johnny are both expecting kids, and of course you're gonna want to be around for at least the first month or two for that shit. So it's like, yeah, they might not really show up in AEW or, or back in NXT anytime soon. And that's one thing I was going to say. Did you see these reports that, I mean, WWE is dumb in general, but like they're pretty much optimistic saying that they see them both returning in 22. Like, or what the fuck are y'all smoking? Like, you think that they're both going to come back? I'm sorry, at least one of them is definitely gone. Yeah. For sure. Which one? Hey, that remains to be seen. But like, for sure, one's gone. You well, might get lucky and re- get one to come back. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, for me, it's like Johnny. Johnny's accomplished everything. There's no reason for Johnny to come back, and yeah. and I I understand, you know, obviously he's Johnny wrestling and NXT crowd loves him, but you know he's accomplished everything he can accomplish. There's no reason for him to come back now. Kyle O'Reilly, 
You just got some unfinished business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be potential, but then okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that for the other segment. I just, I see some shit piecing together slowly behind the scenes, but I'll wait for the AEW segment to talk about that. Mm, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, obviously Imperium picked up the W. Hopefully, uh, are you interested in the Grizzled Young Vets versus Imperium for the t- uh, regular NXT belts? Because obviously that's where we're heading. Like they're getting a, getting a lot of TV time and shit. So it's like, yeah, I mean, unless it's gonna be jacket time, unless they're just gonna fucking jump them somehow over jump them and end up being number one contenders but like i'm with it i want to see it i mean we've seen it in uk so it's like yeah it's time to see this shit in on american soil yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm definitely excited for that that should be a great match uh hopefully i don't know i imperium yeah it's nice to have the belts on them but i don't want a super long run though. yeah exactly. gotta go on record for that like at least maybe four months because they ain't what they've had it for a month or two now a couple months i thought Cause what, havoc? Yeah, a couple months. Yeah, I thought havoc. So yeah, I mean uh, about the four month mark, I guess. So yeah, we are getting to that point. Whatever's next, yeah. Hopefully, uh, they got something nice lined up for that shit. Mm -hmm. Another match that I really wasn't caring about, and I just started fucking with Cameron Grimes, but I don't care about the hair versus hair match. I like Duke Hudson too. You know, I mean, he, he's one of the guys that are, that's a new face that kind of impressed me on the brand. So, I mean, I fuck with both of them, but I just didn't care. I f- can't say that I 100% felt like uh, Grimes was going to win because it's like if you notice the whole facial hair clipping and shit like that, the uh, hair getting shorter. So, it's like, I don't know. Like, I mean, what the fuck is Duke going to, what's going to be the big oh my God if he ends up getting his head buzzed compared to Grimes getting his shit buzzed? So that's why I was like, eh, I mean, but it still wasn't enough to make me want to sit down and, like, watch every second of that match. Like, so I, I, I watched it, but I didn't have much interest in it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, Cameron's grown on me, and they've done a great job of making people care about him. Yeah. Uh, I felt like, I don't know, I feel like they, they keep making us care about him, so I've been interested in everything that he's been doing, even though, I wasn't very high on him, especially when he first came in. Yeah, I was not. I was not buying at all. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like every every feud he's had since he's came in has slowly made me care more and more about him. So I was actually kind of interested in the match, and I thought thought it wasn't too bad of a match. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're both like good in the ring. That's why I was saying, like, I fuck with Duke. I mean, like, he's not bad by any fucking means in the ring so i mean i see why wwe <laughs> we like yeah let's do something with him put him on the show now yeah. opposed to making him wait i keep seeing people online call him wade barrett 2.0 i can see it i can see it i mean <laughs> let, let him stand on his own but i can see it though you know what i mean yeah uh this is one that i wanted to talk to you about specifically because you weren't here last week i mean they were talking about how first the rumors st- were stated that, you know, they're looking to rebranding 205 Live. They're basically looking to shelve the two, you know, the Cruiserweight Championship and all this shit. <clears throat> and then, you know, in comes Joe Gacy with, you know, talking about the all-inclusive shit, you know what I mean, regardless of size and gender and all this shit, whatever the fuck that's supposed to exactly mean about the gender part, because you know WWE is not going down that route. Mm-hmm. But before we even get into the match like what is your thoughts on on that whole thing like basically we're heading to a great championship getting put away again for no reason whatsoever uh i don't know man that's i don't i don't think that they should get rid of it now 205 live you know 
you know, next to fucking name and yeah, you, know. you can rebrand it. And and to me, I felt about the weight restriction being lifted. That's great because that kind of puts it in the ballpark of the X division. But you know, what I mean, that can get a little messy too. Like you know, if they're not okay or smart with that shit, so it's like yeah, you gotta be on, gotta be aware of what you guys are booking and doing with that shit. Like I don't want to see the belt go away, but dude, yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, they've kind of killed the belt. To be honest, the way they've been treating it, I don't know. After Santos like revived that brand, like that that division, he revived that shit. I feel so strongly about that shit. Like he made that division important. Yeah, he made the belt important. Even the shit with him and Devlin, you know, being the interim uh, cruiserweight champions during the pandemic, all that shit was just like, yeah, like he did a lot of foundation work to make this shit something compared to the TV tournament show i don't even really want to know because why you want to classify it because we were seeing the same fucking people face each other we even talked about that in the earlier episodes of the podcast when we first started off like yeah man <laughs> love the show just tired of seeing tony knees fucking facing a davari every goddamn week yeah <laughs> like, so i mean I, yeah change the name you can lift the weight restrictions but just don't do away with it completely now, do I want to see fucking Odyssey Jones fucking facing off for the Cruiserweight Championship? No. But, you know, if someone that's 250 that can do some flippy shit, I'm all for it. That's yeah. Gonna, that's going to make a good match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 feel like, I feel like it is kind of important to have that belt, especially for the Cruiserweight division. But then, yeah, I don't know. It, having that weight restriction off of it would help a little bit just to make it a little bit more important. Because you really box people in when it's when it's only a certain you know a certain weight you know what I'm saying so I don't know it's let's see what they got for it that's kind of interesting to see what how you know how they go down that road I mean luckily Roderick Strong re- retained <laughs> like I mean thank God that's what we were saying last week on the show like hopefully like well, please do not let this shit go the other way because then we're really diving into that shit at least let us like slow walk this. Wherever we're going, at least we're taking baby steps and not just diving into the deep end. Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, if, if Roddy would have lost, man, it's like, what the fuck are we doing with Diamond Mine? Why do they keep losing? Like, please stop. Like, I like I want to care about Diamond Mine so much, but the, the constant losses really makes it hard. Yeah, because they're, being pre- they're presenting themselves one way and the booking is another way. So it's like, how can I take y'all as a legit group of badasses that can fuck anybody up in the ring? Because whether you're Olympians or... Uh, amateur wrestlers, whatever the case may be. Like, yeah, how can I take you guys serious because you are literally saying one thing and other shit's happening. So, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I'm still rocking with them, but, like, yeah, it's time to turn the corner a little bit on this. Yeah, and... and I mean, fuck, you don't, you don't got hit row there no more. I mean, like, so, yeah, that should kind of next be the next group that's securing wins. And they're not on some cruiserweight shit either, so it's like, yeah, that... Yeah, just let it happen a little bit at least. I mean, yeah, what's it, what's it going to hurt? Yeah, I mean, especially with Bivens, like, he deserves to have some winners. Yeah. <laughs> like, that that man's too good at what he does. Exactly. I think he proved his earn, or his uh, worth, you know what I mean? Like, that he's worth that shit. Like, yeah, he carries it on the mic. Like, anybody, you could have put him with anybody, literally, and he would have carried it. Yeah, he's going to make it work. Like, you could put him with Joe Gacy. Like, if Gacy couldn't get his little promos out and he needed help, like, you could put him with him and he would still make that inclu- all-inclusive shit work somehow, somewhere. Yeah. I'm strong believer on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the men's war games match, the main event, Team Black and Gold, Tomasa Champa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and for whatever fucking reason, L.A. Knight, versus Team 2.0, Brown Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Robert D'Angelo, a.k.a. Tony D'Angelo. 
Now that match it wasn't bad. I'm not gonna sit there and say they went like all out like we would see with the boys undisputed era doing and all that shit. But like that match, I wasn't too disappointed in. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Johnny's been there. Champa's been there. You know what I mean? So I mean, basically the only people that and, and Dunn's been there. So the only people that haven't been there is everyone that's new, including L.A. Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and I gotta ask you that: what fucking sense did that make for him to be with te- you know Team Black and Gold? None at all. It, and then he's like sitting there talking spicy during the promos before the uh, the week before the match. And it's like you're not you're not a vet, bro. Like you you've had one takeover match. If anything, you're just as new as the new guys. That's what I'm saying. I was gonna, like, are you gonna swerve them at the pay per view or some shit? Like, ah, Team 2.0. Like, I mean, because yeah, that made zero sense. Yeah, it's it was like yeah that one another another drop of the ball there. I felt like. Even though L.A. Knight's obviously a veteran outside of the WWE, yeah. you know, he's definitely had his runs and shit. It's like, yeah, he's only had one takeover match, and it wasn't that great. So, <laughs> yeah, so I don't, that was definitely the drop of the ball, I thought. Yeah, but overall, I thought the match was pretty good. Um, the right team won, obviously. Yeah. I was I was telling Tim, like, off mic, like, dude, they're dumb as hell if they let Team Black and Gold win, all the while pushing this old new face generation shit, like. It would make zero sense. You're doing yourself a disservice. So, yeah, just let the Young Bucks win. Ciampa didn't lose his belt, so you still got that story to tell and that bridge to cross with Breaker. Yeah, that bridge should be getting crossed pretty soon here, though. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, Breaker, I saw some shit online that, and I'm pretty sure you saw it, that apparently his name was his idea. Like, everyone was, including myself, was, like, shitting on WWE. Like, you fucking morons. Like, why would you not let him be a Steiner and blah, 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 blah. And the whole time, it was Buddy's idea. I find that shit funny. That's why I'm like, sometimes I think we jump the gun. Like, I mean, we're not there in these meetings and shit, so we really don't know who's what. But, I mean, by the history of shit, we just assume. Well, see, and, and so that, we just assume it's, it's creative, stupid ass that's doing this. But it's like, hey, yeah, yeah, if that's what he wants, I can't talk shit then. Like, I mean, to me, the name's done grew on me. So I'm cool with Brian Breaker, Rex uh, Steiner, whichever one I'm cool with. But like, yeah, I mean, it was his idea. That's just I just wanted to get your opinion on that, because like I said, everybody was quick to jump on creative. Well, see, that that's the reason why, especially all these dirt sheets like. Everybody just takes their fucking word for it, and everybody just runs with it. That's why 99% of the time when I see shit reported, I'm like, let me wait until this shit's confirmed. (laughs) Yeah, get some confirmation on this shit. Because that's a great fucking example. Everybody's just so quick to, oh, creative stupid, creative stupid. Like, actually, he thought of that, just like the the Nikki shit. Yeah, she thought of that. It wasn't wasn't creative, so it's just, it's funny to me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Gotta love example. Great examples. We just be like, this is exactly what I be talking about. <laughs> exactly. That that's the reason why I don't I don't take I don't take these dirt sheets for fucking you know gospel. You know we yeah you really can't in this day and age like motherfuckers be so thirsty just to get clicks so they'll make up some shit in a heartbeat like not even have a conversation with anybody in the back or the person they're talking about but just to get the clicks man I just, I find it funny when when the wrestlers call them out like uh have you talked to anybody about this. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, I definitely don't want to be like any of those people. All right, now we can get to the topic of, for NXT, do you, like, obviously we talked about WWE thinking that they're coming back in 22. 
So now we can kind of deep dive into it. Johnny Gargano has opened a Twitch, a YouTube, reopened his pro wrestling tea store. What else would that signal? Uh, he's going to do this shit for a month or two and then come back? No, he's gone. That's what I'm saying. He's gone, he's gone. Uh, but once again, I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not. Jo- Johnny's a triple crown. It's just like, okay, let me ask you this. I mean, we can always try to book some shit, but like, in all honesty, what is he going to do by going to AEW? Because you know he's not going to Impact. That would just be a step back. Maybe, maybe MLW. He could. I could see him maybe entertain that for like, a, well, you know how they be having their little tournaments and whatnot and just random shit going on. Like, I can see him doing a couple of appearances or some shit, but other well, than that. Where, where the fuck else does it make sense? Because New Japan, no. Uh, I mean, like, what, the indies? Where he's going to go back on the indies after oh, no, making I mean, real money? I, I can see him maybe showing some love to the places that might have gave him a start or something around his local type shit, but, like, I don't see him going back and then just entertaining that. He's not going to go full-time indie. Hell they ain't got enough money for that shit. Yeah, he's, he's, that's what I'm he's made like, too much real money to be going back to the Indies. No offense to the Indies, but yeah, when you get yeah, that, it comes with a price tag. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? He's he's gonna be half the fucking roster just for one night. You know, like he's, yeah. his his bucking price is gonna be high, which is fucking warranted. Yeah. You know, he's proven his fucking so. I mean, I would love for him to come back to NXT just so he can have bangers with the new guys. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I I just. Where else is he going to go than NX or, or uh, AEW? There's a, to me, no other place makes sense. I mean, he's had matches with like damn near everybody over there, though, from NXT, it seems like. I mean, not the homegrown AEW talents and shit. Like, obviously, you're uh, fucking Lucha Boy, or not Lucha Boy, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and shit. Like, obviously, like, nah, not them, but, you know, he's already faced some dry days already. Didn't he face Pac? I'm per- I, he would have had to have. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, uh, but but you can't tell me that uh, a Johnny Gargano versus uh, a Sammy Guevara match wouldn't be a fucking absolute banger. I'm not too high on Sammy, bro. Like like to me, I would see some spots, yeah, being cool. But like other than that, like yeah, it's gonna just be I, a whole lot of Mister Elite. I don't know what the hell we're gonna call it, Johnny Elite or some shit. I don't know uh, what we would be calling him then, but. I mean, there's, I guess, potential places, but, like, just with the main players that they have right now, which are, you know, you're CM Punk's that's eventually going to have to have that conversation about titles. He's fucking undefeated. Um, along with Daniel Bryan, and then, you know, when when Moxley gets back on his shit and returns, and whoever else decides to come to the company, it's like, yeah, you're Johnny Gargano, but, like, are you going to be fit in this picture over here? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't, what, is he going to retire? Like, where else is he going to go? Like, I just, I don't see any other outlet. Every, but, yeah, everything points to AEW. So, yeah, everything points to Because every, everything else seems like a step back. I mean. It really does. I, I don't think he really fits with New Japan. Yeah, I, and I'm not even that big on New Japan to even be able to rattle off some names to you. Like, oh, I would like to see him face so-and-so. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't even know, bro. Like, so, yeah, I can say that, too. Yeah. Uh, now, on the flip side, what I was mentioning earlier that I was waiting for this segment the whole shit with Cole and and O'Reilly being a free agent now, as you can see, he has Bobby Fish in tow now with the elite when they come out, super quick, whatever you want to call them. And, you know, with Kenny being gone, like I mentioned before, we got to hit a Civil War type event with these guys. Like, NWO shit only works for so long, you know what I mean? So they're going to have to bump heads. And what better way? Like, I mean, 
obviously, to me, unless the Bucks want to turn face, obviously they will be the ones doing the turn on Cole once Kenny returns. Because by that time, whenever Kenny returns, I feel like Cole's ass should be built into the title picture, if not champion. Sorry. That's just how I feel that by the time Kenny returns, that's just going to make the best sense of things. Now, obviously, by that time, you you already added Fish. By then, O'Reilly's there. Shit's all good. No, then you eventually get the original Undisputed Era versus the Elite, which has no choice but to be a fucking banger, dude. So it's like you can story tell all the way however long you want to get to that point. Kenny being off screen, I guess, helps that shit. So, you know, whether it's going to start seeing resentment from the Bucks or whatever the fuck it is, or if you want to flip it to make Cole be the guy to turn on them, because Undisputed Era, in a sense, they were the cool heels in, in NXT. So it's like, you could do it either way. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I would like to see O'Reilly. Because, uh, yeah, I don't really see anything for him at NXT. Yeah, you can go try to fight for the championship again, and let's see how that plays out because i don't know it's me i just got the vibe like they don't have the, that faith in him for that yeah because if they did they would have pulled it they would have been pulled it so it's like yeah i don't I, out of him and gargano like he has the most right or reason to leave i feel like just because what are you gonna get johnny will probably get another fucking championship run if he was to return whether it's north american or if it's the you know the fucking main strap just because of who he is he probably would have that you know in, in a boat for for him but uh I can't say the same for O'Reilly. They'll probably just let you be North American champion and, and fucking force you into another tag team. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I I don't see them doing right by Kyle. Because if it's not with Fish, I'm sorry. I don't want to see him with Wagner. I don't want to see him with nobody else. Like, it either be needs to be Fish in them or nothing. Like, because that's the only thing that makes sense. If not, let him fucking fly on his own. No, I agree with you. I agree with you, man. It's it's definitely, definitely excited to see the future of this. I'm 22 hoping- is going to be fucking wild. It's going to be wild, just with the 90 days being over, just with, you know, other people's contracts not being renewed or them not wanting to re-sign. Like, it's going to be nuts. And then hopefully more companies play nice with each other so we can get more forbidden doors open. Then that way we can just get a lot of great fucking matchups in 22. Uh, shit, Harlan's going to debut finally next week. I can't. I got to admit, with this kid coming from uh, football, I didn't expect him to transition over so fast. Like, I was expecting at least another year before he even came on the television. But, obviously, they're doing this whole thing with Gacy, and I guess it works. Does it make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I like it. So, I mean, at least they got that. But, yeah, we finally get to see the big man in action next week. I got to ask, we never seen him perform, but are you expecting just – a slaughter squash match or do you see them changing it up and like actually have a little back and forth? Yeah. I don't know about that one. Um, just be, just because of the, the way they've been booking shit, nobody's been really booked too fucking strong. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see them just having him just have a total squash match. It would be a nice change of pace if they're like, yeah, let's actually not like don't throw him a fucking cruiserweight, you know, like throw him someone that's kind of around his size. That's like, okay, this is believable that there's some blowback from this. Like, it's not just going to be a fucking cakewalk for him. Yeah. I don't. And I, he can overcome. Yeah. Like that shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's, you can do it. I'm not, I guess I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not too interested, like super like excited for it. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully they got some for him. Hopefully he shows out, but I, I haven't been too invested in it. I just hope he's not, like, super fucking green, bro, where it's, like, obvious that he should still be in the PC. That's all I'm asking. Like, please, 
I'm not expecting a Brian Breaker moment, but like, yeah, please just well, be okay, bro. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the people that they've had, it's clear that they're green in the ring, all these new people. And that's kind of the point, though, right? Like, it's developmental. We knew that these people aren't going to be that great as far as in-ring-wise. So, I don't know. I'm, my expectations aren't too high, so hopefully they can show out, I guess. Right. Change my mind. Yeah, exactly. Change my mind. And then really quick before we uh, switch to UK, I got to ask, what is your thoughts on the Shaman reveal? <laughs> uh, I mean. Because they've been doing this shit for weeks. If not a month. Like, they've been doing this shit for quite some time. And it's like, I was expecting a great payoff for this shit. And it's just Riddle. Like, no knock against Riddle, but it's just Riddle. I mean, is he going to be down in NXT? I, that, that's what I'm wondering. I don't even think so. I think the way I took it is because I know NXT, uh, a lot of NXT fans didn't watch them in Impact. It's just I just take it, what, because you guys are connected by smoking weed? Yeah. Like, that's it? Like, that's that's the whole payoff? You smoke weed, we smoke weed. Hey, bro, like let's just talk. Like, I didn't really get that. Like, to me, that was a waste of our time, a waste of their time filming them fucking vignettes and all that shit. I, like, get, I guess it's a way to keep them on the screen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they didn't have their matches, but they were getting TV time still. So, yeah, I guess you're right on that. But, man, was not... Not expecting that. Not saying that I was fucking expecting like Trey Miguel or some shit to be the shaman or nothing. Not saying that, but like, yeah, it was not expecting Riddle and didn't appreciate it being Riddle at all. Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, the whole weed shit, trying to get over with the young crowd, I guess. Uh, gotta be edgy. Yeah, you know, gotta be edgy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah, exactly though. Like, what? What's the? What's the end game? What are we doing here? Is this? It's not really pushing any storylines forward. Not no, really. You guys probably don't have nothing for them because <laughs> mm-hmm. everything you know they just got off the belts, and you know obviously you're trying to push a who's next for Imperium besides it being MSK. Or did, or, or did I miss something and they have their uh, fucking rematch and just lost? Because I'm confused. I don't think they've had the rematch. That's why I'm confused. Like, we're just kind of sidestepping them and shit, even though they came through the door, won the Dusty, won the tag belts, and just barely lost it. But we're going to be like, okay, who's next? Jensen and, and, and fucking whatever. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks and Jensen. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, nah, bro. Like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, shit. Yeah, this another another NXT dud, though, man. Like, I'm trying to be, like, open-minded as I possibly can, bro. And it's just like, like I said before, you know, the, the, the arenas grew on me. I'm not, like, you know, bitching about that anymore. Like, it's okay by me. But, yeah, man, it's just a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot of shit's not clicking. I, I really hope... Uh, they get their feet underneath them soon. Yeah. I'm going to see. I mean, you got your couple highlights and a couple people to look out for. But other than that, man. I I don't know. I've I've liked it. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed NXT 2.0. I've kind of, like I said, I readjusted my lens. Kind of brought down my expectations. I was watching uh, TakeOver Philadelphia the other night. And I was like, yeah. It's kind of sad we're not getting this shit. So no yeah, more. you can see exactly what I mean. Like, how the fuck do you go from being the best brand in wrestling to just like, no, we're gonna turn into a public developmental, and we're gonna play it like that, and we're gonna keep telling people this is what it is, even though the wrestlers do not feel that way. Um, I that just baffles me. Like, this was legit the best brand that yeah. was going, and when they just purposely was, just dismantled it and fucked it up, like I just don't get it. It was it was basically the reason why fucking the network got off the ground. 
if you ask me, because, uh, yeah, I was not really, I mean, of course, having the pay-per-views, but even back then, I wasn't so invested to where I was making sure I was tuning into every pay-per-view. It was mostly for NXT. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, uh, that's just, I don't know. Ever, ever since they brought him on TV, it's slowly gone downhill. <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy. You would think, you know, putting him on TV, they'd want to step it up. It's just yeah, nosedived at a certain point. For real, it really did. Shit, uh, switching over to NXT UK, Mustache Mountain wins the uh, Tag Team Championships, making Tyler Bate their first uh, Triple Crown winner. I gotta say, with them going new, because like I said, when Pretty Deadly won the belts, I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Literally never heard of them, never seen them before, and here they are with the belts. Can't say I'm too upset about it being Mustache Mountain, but it's like, would we not want to go to something different? Like, I mean, you guys, not that you guys have a shit ton of talent, but you guys have acquired some new talent. You have some tag teams and shit that you possibly could have worked with. That's why I'm just like, why them? You know what I mean? I, no to, knock to them at to, all. To, to me, it was like, yeah, it was about time the belts came back around to them. That, I wasn't mad at it at all. To, to me, it felt like, you know, there ain't no tag team that, that's been built up enough to a point where it's like, yeah. You know, they they could actually win the belts. I mean, to be built up, no, you're you're 100 percent right. Like no one's been built at all to fulfill that role. Yeah, so you know, it's Mustache Mountain. I'm not mad at it. The belts belts are eventually gonna come, come back around to him anyways. I just uh, want to see Subculture win something, man. Yeah, well, fuck, man. The way they're fucking booking Subculture, man. I, it's fucking disgusting. I, fucking. Like, I, like, that's, that's my, I guess that could be my one gripe about UK is like when I do catch it, I don't like what I'm seeing from Subculture. So it's like. But to, to be honest, bro, this whole week, bro, has been absolutely disappointing booking from every fucking promotion. Every promotion. I've, I've, been, I've, I've, been, I've been pissed off with booking from every promotion this week. <laughs> Like literally, like I, like like when I was doing my watching this week, like every fucking show, there was at least one booking that was like, "That's what we're doing. That's <laughs> what we're doing." You know, like it just, I don't know, man. It's just crazy, man. Uh, yeah, but NXT UK have, having having Mustache Mountain, I guess I'm not mad at it. The, you know, the belts are eventually gonna come back around to them. Now, who are we building up? to take them belts off them. That's what they need to be focusing on. Hopefully they get what? their shit together on that one. Obviously, we had a vignette with the Coffee Brothers, but what about the Coffee Brothers? What about uh, uh, Eddie Dennis and his crew? You know what I'm saying? It's, symbiosis or symbiosis. Yeah, or symbiosis. Whatever. You know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Now now we have to start building people up, and they need to fucking move NXT, to, or, uh, NXT UK to two hours, at least an hour and a half, because I feel like that hour is just not enough. That's the one reason I love about the show, like shit like that and MLW and shit. Like I love the hour shows that I can just get in, get out, get all the wrestling because they kind of force themselves. Like they have no choice; they got to get these matches off. Like they don't have time for the bullshit. Like when then whenever you get a two hour show, it's like eh, got some air time to burn. Let's just do this segment or do this, and this is where shit just ends up being like a little overkill. Yeah, I can see what you're saying, but I just hopefully you could just hope that they would do better over there. But I think once they get their roster a little bit more bloated, like if they need to start signing some talent from out there. Like I mean, what who's like the last signing that I don't even know the fucking names? They were kept doing promos at the dinner table. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like them, like that. What that's like the most 
recent talent you guys acquired that at least has made it to television like yeah you might want to ramp it up a little bit like you did in the states and start signing whoever these little indie darlings are over there and start working (laughs) start molding because it's like yeah once you do that then oh yeah you have no choice too because you have a lot of talent now it's like i want to say it still feels like their roster is under 20 or 25 it's what it feels like. It still feels that way. So that's why I'm like, yeah, bro, you guys got to come up a little bit in that sense. And then after that, I wouldn't be against it at all for a move to two hours. It, yeah, I just I just feel like with, with the hour time, I feel like they've got a little bit too much talent that's not getting showcased. Oh, right. He's like already as is. This is just, just not happening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck it. Um, Jordan Devlin, speaking of like how we touched on, you know, who are we building up, blah, blah, blah. Has Jordan Devlin not been built up kind of perfectly just with the matches and battles he's had over the past year during this? And, you know, whether it's with uh, Santos, you know what I mean? Just in general, like, I think he's a formidable foe for Ela. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But, but, or at least more formidable than the last one that challenged for the belt. But is it time for him to be crowned champion, though? Nah, he, Ilya's hadn't, hadn't had the belt too long. Nah. I, I just feel like, even though I feel like Devlin could pull it off, Ilya was the perfect person to take the belt off Walter. And I just feel really like... was. I just feel like, you know, they're going to have to have a, a crazy good fucking challenger for him to lose that belt. And even though I fuck with Devlin heavy, I think he's great. He's not taking the belt off Ilya. <laughs> like, <laughs> he said, I don't see that what happened. He was talking about killing Ilya. Ilya said... Yeah, around my way, we don't do too much talking. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, fuck the shits over here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for where I'm from, we don't do too much talking. So, I'm, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm excited to see the match, though, for sure. That should, that should be a banger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that has no choice. That has no choice. There's no way they fuck that up, right? No, NXT UK, like, especially for their big title matches, they definitely seem to deliver. They got the right people, you know, taking care of shit over there. In that sense, for those kind of big matches that mean something, or at least should mean something. So, yeah, I'm confident in that. I will say this, though, man. Week week after week after week, NXT UK has the best weekly show wrestling. Strictly yeah. wrestling. Yeah, got to say that every fucking pie, because it's, it's the truth. And I, I know we don't always cover them, but like I like to give them their flowers because it's like, yeah, that that is a good ass brand, especially you know for it being under the WWE umbrella. It really doesn't get a lot of love. Yeah, I do not see enough tweets about NXT UK, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's I, great I, talent over ju- there. Just because I I see people bigging up other companies and other promotions and shit, it's like, yeah, sorry. Your promotion did not have the best weekly wrestling this week. Right. It's NXT. Consecutively, these motherfuckers are knocking it out the park. Like I said, you're going to get at least one match. Like, you're not going to go through the whole episode and be like, nothing moved me. No, at least one match is going to be like, yeah, match of the week. Yeah. Contender, yeah. at least. And especially if you watch way more shit than what we do. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you got to say it's a contender. You got a question. What's up? Is Sam Gradwell 220 pounds? He doesn't look it, but I mean, with him being kind of tall, it might, it, he might be. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers being tall and shit, they don't got to look too damn big. Well, I, I think he's bigger than 220. I was like, every match I've seen when he said 220 this week, I was like, are you sure? He said, <laughs> he's got to start making motherfuckers weigh in. Yeah, <laughs> some, man, some, some promotions got to force this weigh in stuff because ain't no way that that dude's only 220. He seems like a big dude to me. Or just don't announce it, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, just don't announce the weights, then. Fuck it. If we're going to, I would rather not hear shit if we're going to have to fake it. Yeah, 220, but, I was like, eh, it seems a little light. 
But yeah, I'm happy Sam Sam Gradwell got a W this week though, because that's another dude that I feel like eventually he, they should have been did something. Now I'm not saying put uh, put the main belt on him, but they should have did something where he should have been more prominently shown at least, you know, for that promotion. Unless he was dealing with injuries that I just didn't know about. But like yeah, him like I keep saying him and like fucking Joseph Connors, bro. Like there's shit like why, <laughs> like why did you not go with these guys? Yeah, like like I said though, you know they they just gotta get more wrestling in it. Like I I feel like an hour and a half would be perfect for him, or at least like another show or something. I don't know, like something like like to be able to showcase more shit. And then, of course, we got to talk about the one big WWE topic. Jeff Hardy released. I guess this is Mark's his third time being released from the company out of his whole career with them. Of course, more like, you know, I guess you want to call it demons. I guess that's what people call it. But personal issues, you know, still got the little problems with, you know, whether it's the alcohol or whatever it may be. And yeah, I mean, of course, reports came out. Again, can't say that this is 100%, but, you know, just speaking on what we always see type shit. It's like, yeah, apparently he was offered, you know, rehab and he turned it down. Uh, For whatever reason, if that's true, like, I mean, I I wouldn't understand why, you know, especially someone like him in his case. Like, you've had history with this kind of shit. Like, you know, at some point, enough has to be enough. So... I know everyone's jumping uh, the gun online. I see it a lot on Twitter already. And then even Matt, thirsty ass, just can't wait to leech back onto his brother. Feeling extremely good about the future. Like, dude, let this nigga get some rehab. Let him get some like help. He doesn't need to be around anything wrestling related right now. But like, so like that kind of not rubbed me the wrong way. Like, fucking fuck my day up. But I'm just like, man, you are some, you are something, bro. Like, this is your actual blood and flesh brother, and your thirsty ass is already looking for a way to try to plug him in the AEW to get the fans, like, on the Hardy Boy train again. Like, shouldn't you be focused on Private Party? You know what I mean? Like, don't shouldn't we be trying to get the younger talent over instead of fucking 40-year-olds, like, that we all know and respect already? You have nothing left to prove? No, let's go have the same match that we could have in WWE and AEW. I don't get it. Like, to me, put that shit on the back burner. Like, if, if even if it was, like, eight months or some shit, it would make it more that much more special when he does eventually debut in AEW. Well, you saw the fucking thirsty-ass people online. Oh, fucking dream match, dream match, dream match. Like, when, so, when somebody's going through some shit, can we not tweet them and add them and be like, hey, you should do this, you should do that? Like, yeah, when somebody this, gets- is, this is serious shit right here. Like, that that's a very serious problem to be dealing with. That's not some shit to just be like, hey, man. Yeah, you know... You know, addiction, that shit sucks. You know what I'm saying? So he's obviously got shit going. I like. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the video, but yeah, he just got up off the apron and just walked backstage mid match. See, I read some shit that something happened where he went backstage mid match, but that was just me like quickly browsing the article. I didn't sit there and think nothing much of it. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, it is what it is. And obviously, more days go by and more details come out and shit and. Yeah, the video, the video was crazy. He just looked around, like, and jumped out from the apron and just walked, walked, walked to the back. All I can say is, like, Jeff needs better people in his corner. I'll just, I'll, I'll word it that way, because you know, there's, a, there's a huge difference. Because I'm not even gonna single anybody out, but 
There's a big difference between being supportive of your loved one and being an enabler of your loved one. Like, you got to be able to tell the difference. Just because you try to turn a blind eye, even though this motherfucker's done wrecked his car, fucking skating down a goddamn highway railing, let's ignore that, because he's fine. Everything's good. No, it's not. Sorry. You got to call a spade a spade. That motherfucker needs help. He obviously has issues with shit. And then, I'm sorry, like, that should just be eliminated. You know what I mean? Like, not have some people, like, okay it. Is what I'm saying. Like, whether that be family or very close friends, none of you guys should be doing that shit. Especially just because how many times we're going to roll the dice before we have to hear that TMZ headline. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I just hope he really gets the help that he really needs. And like I said, that wrestling shit ain't going anywhere. You guys are solidified legends. You have nothing to to worry about. Whenever it's time, it'll be time and you guys can get to it. Yep. Just, I just hope everybody could just at least respect that for him. You know what I mean? Because it's just, like I said, this is not his first rodeo with this shit. Like, this is a history thing. So it's just like, yeah, this is something that we haven't lost a lot of wrestlers in the past 10 years because of, you know, shit that we would normally lose wrestlers off. Like, let's keep this, this going, this trend going where wrestlers are seeking help and getting better instead of just like, yeah, they just <laughs> kept rocking out, man. So, so they just couldn't anymore type shit. So it's like, yeah. Hopefully all things go well his way, and hopefully we see him eventually after afterwards. You know? Well, you know, obviously he, you know, if the reports are right and he denied help, you know, I just hope, you know, he sits down with somebody, uh, a therapist or something. Even somebody, that, man. Some, something. Some, somebody just to evaluate him. Like, just want nothing for the best for him. You know, obviously addiction is is a serious problem, and, you know, it's hard to get help. So I'm hoping, you know, somebody sits down and talks with him. You know, wrestling's always going to be there. Yeah. You know, I mean, but... granted, you're getting older, but still, like, you're at your stage, yes, it'll always be there for you. <laughs> like, yeah. you guys, like, that and, shit ain't going anywhere. Any, any company's going to fucking blow the bread to bring you in. See, you know that, what and that's what makes me worried. Uh, I got to say that real fast while we're on this topic, is, like, we don't need another Victory Road situation just because you fucking promoters are thirsty, whether it's Khan or whoever. We don't need someone that's going to turn the blind eye, throw a bunch of money in his lap to come to their, to their company and just let him continue doing what he's doing. Yeah. That's what they did in TNA, and look how that turned out. Like, yeah, we do not need another one of those. So, hopefully, respectfully, everybody can just back the fuck up and like let him do what needs to be done. And they fucking knew too in TNA. That was that was the bullshit. Like, you knew he was. They were just letting him cook. <laughs> they were just letting him just get all that shit off. Like, well, yeah, no well, they were just they were worried about the growth of the company, and then, you know, yeah, you're gonna go out there. Like, even though you knew he was fucked up, you couldn't find him that whole day. I, I would have killed the match already. Big I can't find him. Hell no. Yeah. And then you just let him walk past you like, you know, thirsty promoters. Yeah, man. That's, what I'm saying. that's the thing that makes me nervous, man. That's the thing that makes me nervous. We do. We do not need another situation like that, man. Nope. That's, and shit goes too viral nowadays. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, but shit, switching over to AEW, wanted to ask you, uh, Dynamite kicked off with a promo, you know, which is starting to become normal for them, even though it's the fucking devil when WWE does it. Uh, have a promo from CM Punk basically doing a little role reversal in uh, MJF's hometown or whatever. Long Island, yeah. Uh, what was your thoughts on that? I, I kind of dug it, but I, I mean, like, what was your thoughts, like, literally on them just switching roles? And It's it's crazy to see uh, MJF as a face. Right? It was like that Bizarro World shit. Like, you got to see the other side of the mirror. I was like, wait, like, yeah, this shit is... You are a better heel. I mean, I could see if it was necessary and you had to be moved as a face. Like, you, you'd be able to work with it. You know what I mean? But 
the heel shit just obviously better suits him, and that's what we're used to. But Punk, yeah, to me, that's what what I took from that was Punk can still do either or. Yeah. Oh well, see, that's the thing. Punk's always been a good heel. So it's like he still got it on either end. Like I said before, it, dare I say <laughs> again, he doesn't look like he's losing. Like it didn't even look like he had any fucking ring rust. From the all-out match to now, even though, like, you know, you've had your QT Marshall match and shit like that, like, yeah, he looks great in the ring, bro. Like, especially for the hiatus years and all that, like, he can still go, thankfully. Uh, oh, man. Just, well, yeah, the, the back to the promo, though. Like, typical, you know, barbs back and forth, you know, from Chicago and New York and shit. Bunch of sports references. Islanders talking about the Islanders not winning. And... Yeah, I mean that's why I'm saying like he did typical heel shit. That's why I'm like obviously is he's not going to continue doing this. But like I just thought it was kind of cool that they did a little role reversal for this particular feud in you know in the, in the favor of it being MJF getting a chance to do the other way, and the crowd loved him as they should. You know that's their hometown hero and shit. So I mean even... I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I really like the fucking. Uh little vignette they did with him walking back on the football field and, and just giving all the stats and fuck commentators like, yeah. And the chicks, you better believe. <laughs> like, so it was just sick, bro. Yeah, sick, bro. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was, I popped for that shit. That shit was hilarious. But, I mean, it's just, yeah, exactly. It was bizarre world seeing MJF as a fucking face. And obviously he can do it. But please don't, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. wait for that. Let's, yeah. let's wait until, you know, the pillars set and we can actually have a great heel to replace him you know what i mean because he's in my eyes your best heel you got going right now like who's out healing him in AEW? i mean the only one even closest to acclaimed as the tag team but that's about it so that's what i'm saying like yeah don't fuck that one up man. yeah it it was i don't know it was it was i don't know i i but i i feel like overall this it's been a little underwhelming the the in the ring talk, especially with the Britt Baker shit, I just feel like it could have been better. Yeah, some shit could have got executed a little better for sure. Uh, let's talk about something else that doesn't make sense because you know, like we always say, we take WWE's ass to task whenever they fuck up and whenever shit doesn't make sense. This Dante Martin shit didn't make sense. I'm calling. I'm just gonna say it through the door before we even start talking. The shit was dumb. It was a waste of everyone's time included. Like, I guess some people online can try to sell me on it and try to, oh, it's because of this or that. Like, nah, to me, that was stupid to even have him sign with the team just to fucking... A couple weeks later of over a bullshit ring that really doesn't matter. Right. Like, I mean, to me, that ring doesn't mean shit. Like, it's just an accessory fucking piece to MJF. Like, yeah, it it's MJF nothing. shit. You know, it's, it's this whole gimmick. So, like, I don't, I don't, I just felt like that was such a waste of time. We didn't have to break them and Leo up at all i felt like we i felt like that was going to be a couple months yeah i mean like because like i said you know that man like i already laid it out to you guys like that shit writes itself i think they should still do something like that like okay he's not on team taz okay let them get back together and you guys can still travel down that road and that would be a hell of a fucking pay-per-view match like i mean doesn't even got to have a title involved it's just motherfuckers love Dante, and we all know what leo can do like but just don't let them mix it up until then. That's the only thing. I mean, of course, you can do your traditional tag match. Leo get a partner versus, you know, probably fucking Dante and his brother. You know, if his brother is able to return, you know, from injury, like that would make sense. You can probably pull a, an opponent for Leo or a partner for Leo out of somewhere that can make the crowd pop. But yeah, man. 
Yeah, it's. I just felt like that was a waste of time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just. I was going to go along for the ride. Like, even though I didn't fucking agree with him signing the paper, I was ready to go for the ride. Like, okay, what are we doing? I'm just surprised they pulled the plug so quick. Like, that was only a couple weeks. Literally, like, two weeks, if yeah. not a week. Like, it's, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just this doesn't make sense. And if it was WWE, I would be calling them out for the same shit. Like, it just, it was dumb. It was a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, definitely. Disrespectful <laughs> to your viewers, sir. <laughs> shit, Rampage, they finally sent Hook. Yes. I finally sent My him. My fucking boy. I gotta say, like, I was so fucking skeptical about this guy. Because, you don't, you know, since his whole debut on television at AEW, you ain't seen him do shit. Besides what? He applied that whatever... Dragon uh, Sleeper. Dragon Sleeper. That's basically all we really got from him. You know what I mean? Besides maybe some little melees here and there and some backstage segments or ring segments, but never a match. And I got to give him his flowers, man. Like, like that was a pretty good debut. Like, the only debut I could think of that was better than that or up there with it was like, you know, because I like the Bad Bunny shit. I wasn't over the moon like everybody else was about the Bad Bunny, but it wasn't bad at all. Bad Bunny and fucking Stephen Amell from Arrow. How we uh, had yeah. that like that was I got to keep it a buck, bro. Like like that was that was pretty impressive. That was good. Like I was not expecting that shit. I was expecting a lot more bullshit. I'm not even gonna run you through the ringer for your little hesitation. That was your first match. You you did it twice, but you know what I mean it is what it is. Everything <laughs> else was fucking impressive and crisp to me. So like I'll, I'll discount that and I'll look the other way on that one. I I'm gonna be honest. I put all my stock in the hook train. And I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, because he was like, man, I hope this shit pays off. I was like, I've, I've talked too much shit, and I've, I've backed this guy too much for him to come in and be shitty. I mean, bro, he's got the look. He's, I, I like his ring attire. I think, I think you know, when they get a cruiserweight belt or something to that effect, he's definitely should be one of the first ones to have it. Uh, Fuego Del Sol I thought was a great first fucking opponent. Yeah, I yeah. Because Fuego can make anybody look good. Uh I just thought it was. I thought it was executed well. I was very happy with it. Uh, Pleasantly surprised on my end because I, like I said, I was he, expecting Buddy to th- be shit. He I'm was not even gonna lie. He was definitely very skeptical, and I, I just ran with it. I was like, he's got to be good. There yeah, ain't no way. Be good. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of the, of the Taz mission now being known as Red Rum? Taking his dad's finisher, obviously given to him by his dad, but yeah, they're. Changing it from the Taz mission to Red Rum. Uh, I don't really care about the name, but I thought it was dope that he had the finisher to f- or the submission to finish the match. I was like, all right, that's cool. Now but, I'm just curious: Are we going to get any Taz plexes or anything reminiscent of Taz's ECW career? Like, are you is he going to fit that into his repertoire at all, or is he just going to do his own thing? I'm, I'm I'm with either or. He doesn't like. That goes for any second, third, you know, whatever. Like, you don't got to do your grandpa's fucking shtick. You don't got to do your dad's shtick. You can do your own thing. It'd be nice to pay tribute every now and then, but, like, I'm not expecting you to be a carbon copy of what they did. Well, move-wise. I thought it was pretty evident through the match that he's definitely amateur wrestled before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So That was no lie on that one. Uh, I think with, with the boxing and shit, you don't have to go down your dad's route. I, I'm cool with the finisher. I'm cool as fuck with that. But I don't. I don't want him to be Taz mission. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. you know the, the old school Taz doing suplexes all the time. It'd be nice, but I hope he goes down his own lane because I I feel like he has his own lane now. And the action Brunson coming out to action Brunson finally action finally get somebody to show him some love because he's been showing love to the wrestling world for a long time. So I don't. Know, I felt like everything was perfectly executed. I'm pretty happy about it. 
Yeah, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. Shout out to you, Hook. You actually held it down. Now I'm actually a fan and curious to see what you're going to keep doing in this company now as you grow. Who's so shit? You got to you gotta want to see Punk versus him now, for real, for real. Like It started off as a meme, but like now you got to like, I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it, but uh, we got to wait for that. Because <laughs> I saw somebody tweet. I know they were fucking trolling, but like I, I actually agreed. I'm like, they were like... Uh, that hook should be Punk's first loss. Like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be against that. Like, I mean, hey, fuck it, you're here to build up the young talent and shit, right? Like, what better way than let him be your first loss? I mean, by then you'll probably be like fucking fifteen and zero or some shit. But like, yeah, what better way, you know? I'm gonna be honest. If if Punk's if Punk's first loss is Hook, that'd be wild. That'd be fucking nuts, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fucking Punk fan, but I fuck with. It. <laughs> like, I, I would okay that. And that now that. Now that is proper book. Oh <laughs> uh, man, let's get into Adam Cole and um, basically more or less his bookings. I, mean, I think me and Tim touched on it a little bit, but just in general, like I'll let you, I'll let you, you know, give us your spiel. Uh, what are your feelings? Like underutilized, overutilized, wasting I- his time? Like yeah, like what is your take on his booking up to now? I'm gonna be honest. I feel like. He's getting underutilized. I think that he could be doing the exact same shit in the Fed. They can't tell me that the main roster wouldn't have had at least the exact same thing for him. Oh, but if he was getting kisses from somebody on the main roster, it would have been the most stupidest shit ever and blah, blah, blah. It, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like, God, I didn't want him to go, you know, with the elite route. And no, now, man, it makes zero sense. Like, like I keep saying, I get it for nostalgia purposes and for the people that actually watched that shit during that time. I get it, but like, it just doesn't. And then, like I said before, they big up themselves and they're being the elite series on YouTube because it does help carry over storylines. How are you gonna do that? And the main fucking storyline was you killed his character. Like, I'm so I'm sorry. Like, yes, you do the resurrection, all that shit. It should be smoke through the door. It shouldn't be no, hey, buddies, like, let's just, you know, try to push all the merch that we can, you know, now, now that we're back together and shit. Mm-hmm. To me, that shouldn't be the end game there. Like, you guys should have immediately paid off that storyline. Because we all know eventually someone's turning on someone. It's just, it's going to have to happen at some point. Everybody can't be a big happy family forever. So. Yeah, I. I just feel like, man, he could be doing at least the exact same shit on uh, in the Fed. If not, they probably have a belt for him right now. I can't lie, though. In Kenny's absence, I keep saying this shit. Like, I'm really hoping that they pretty much push Cole into that position now. Kenny's going to be gone. The Bucks are the Bucks. They're the tag team. Who's the leader? Cole. And that's where this fucking animosity between him and Kenny or Kenny and him starts. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. You just who the fuck told you that you're the boss? You know what I mean? You're just holding my bags while I'm fucking getting re- like you know getting healed up over your type shit. Mm-hmm. So that like I said, that shit writes itself. Like yeah, I hope that we get something. I just don't want to wait forever for it. I would have been way more happier to get it through the door, and then eventually you guys do that fucking reunion shit, and yeah, you guys can do all the kissing shirts and all that shit you want. <laughs> but through the door, it just would have made so much more sense. Yeah, I just. I feel like they've they haven't dropped the ball, but pretty damn close. I feel like they they with the roster they have, they could have definitely went a different route. For sure, they could have planned it out. Like and then, like I said, you see fish following them, and then you know 
you got to assume O'Reilly's on his way. It's just like, yeah, you guys could have definitely let him stand on his own. He doesn't. He didn't need the elite. Like, yeah, that's what got him popping in and onto WWE's radar, I'm assuming. But, yeah, like, he doesn't need it. Shit, switching over to MLW. Why the fuck did Enzo, first and foremost, get signed by the company? Because he's not that great in the ring. We all know this. Like, you're a great talker. Like, fucking great fucking talker. But we all know that we're not here to see him wrestle. <laughs> for real, for real. And then he beats Matt Cross, nonetheless. <laughs> like, I keep ca- like caping for Matt Cross. Like, why has no one signed this motherfucker? He deserves more respect. You know what I mean? Like, and then here comes Enzo. Enzo of all fucking what, people. What, what I didn't get about it was his most, most prized possession, his mouthpiece... He didn't come out with a mic. Got to make you wonder if WWE, like, like oh, nigga, that's gimmick infringement. We did that shit over here. I, I guess I could see that, but even if he's not talking his realist in the room shit, it's like, I, there's no way I'm going to sign this guy and his most valuable, valuable thing is not getting used. I feel you on that. Like, that's what you're known for. Like, why the fuck wouldn't I get what you're known for and pay for what you're known for? And and Matt Cross losing to him. Come on, man. What are we doing here? They got to put more respect on Matt Cross, man. Like I, it's not like let's not get it twisted. Like my first match I ever seen of him was at All In, and he against MJF, and he impressed the fuck out of me. He went over MJF. He went over MJF. No, I think no, no, MJF lost that match. Really? I watched it the other night. Wow. Damn. See, I'm over here thinking like whole time like it's been a while since I ran that pay per view back. I just remember like really digging the match though, like the whole spot where MJF made it seem like he was gonna do flip and like oh I don't got a flip to get over mm-hmm. all that shit. Like that was that was a great match. So since then, like whenever I see a match or gifts or whatever the fuck Twitter posts, like I like you know like it end up checking it out and shit. But he just doesn't get the respect, man. He just doesn't get the respect. It's kind of mm-hmm. like head boggling. Yeah, I. I don't know. I wouldn't. Matt Cross is zero two now. Lost to five two. Now yeah, like, I was gonna say from what I've seen so far, yeah, zero two. Zero two. Like, now I understand the roster's pretty good. I think MLW's roster is actually pretty decent. Yeah, but losing to Enzo and Enzo's first fucking match. You could have fed him anybody else. But Warhorse loses. Come on, man. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> like Enzo, you know, no offense to him, but. Not a lot of people in the wrestling world are rocking with him. No, fuck that. All disrespect. <laughs> All disrespect. Nobody wants to see that shit. No, no. I, I, felt, I felt like they dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Shit, how do you feel about 5150 and their fourth appearance picking up the tag team championships off of Los Parks? Uh, I ain't mad at it. I mean, Los Parks weren't even really on the show at all this this to whole... me, I didn't understand why they put their tag straps on him. I get the Von Erics were gone doing whatever they were doing, but it's like you couldn't, you didn't have no one else, no one else to put the belts on. So it's I'm, more than that's a... why I'm glad the 5151. Like, yes, no disrespect to the parks, bro, but like, yeah, I yeah, we need these kind of people holding the belts. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy that 5151. I think that. They're probably the most formidable tag team that they got around right now. They got to drop that Julius Smokes nigga, though, bro. Nah, I love I him, bro. Stand I love him. Julius Smokes. He's perfect. <laughs> he does. Like, like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. 
I thought, just strikes me as a smoker. Like, 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 literally, like a fucking crackhead you can find downtown right now. Like, uh-huh. That's what he strikes me as. Like, maybe that's the gimmick. I don't know, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't fucks with it. Like, you two are fine, Rivera, Danny Limelight, and fucking Slice Boogie. Like, you two are fine. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't see where Slice or yeah or fucking Smokes falls into the category. What is? What do you? Just do? a mouthpiece. Just a mouthpiece. You know. And he don't be making no fucking sense. Like, every time I hear him talk, bro, I'm just like, yeah, just, I would let fucking Rivera be the mouthpiece. I like because Boogie, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't really heard him talk too much, but like in that case, I'd let Rivera talk. Book, uh, book, uh, Boogie's all right on the mic. Yeah, because I was gonna say I haven't heard too much, so I can't really say good or bad. But it ain't too bad. But yeah, I mean, shout out to them though. I mean, uh, now how long? Let's do a guesstimation here. How long do you see them holding on to these motherfuckers? Because the Von Erics, I guess, are coming back. I forget which event or if it's not already happened. No, um, they go to Dallas in January, I think, and then. Uh, they're having on pay-per-view in Dallas. They're going to face the Von Erics. So it'll be a title match. You think they take them off that quick? Dude, only because, you know, having my wrestling hat on, just because they've been gone for this little time period. It's in their home state. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see it. Because, you know, the fucking 5150 won it out of nowhere. Got a title shot pretty fucking fast, if you ask me. So by then, yeah, I mean, it'll be like a month and a half or whatever by then. I'm not going to lie, when 5150 was talking this shit, <laughs> talking about, oh, yeah, we got injustice out of here. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah? And what's Jordan Oliver doing now? Hey, he's holding it down on the Indies. Really? Yeah, he's holding it down. He's he's doing his thing in GCW. Well, that's what's up. At least he has, you know, someplace else to go. But I was still kind of, not that I was like his biggest supporter or no shit like that, but like hearing that he got released from MLW was just like, what? Well, yeah, to me it didn't make sense. But obviously MLW's been doing some stuff to the roster. And and like I said. They're trying to retool a lot of shit going into 22, which I'm, I'm more than cool with. Like, hey, hopefully you guys really bring some shit to the table. You know what I mean? You guys killed it in 21, I feel like. You guys put a lot of eyes on the product and shit like that. Hopefully in 22, you just continue to double up, man. I just, you know, we all knew Jordan Oliver is fucking young as fuck. He's going to be fine. Yeah, it ain't, you know, he's it ain't t- over with it all. He's, he's still got a lot of growth to do, but, you know. I think I think in a couple of years Jordan Oliver is going to be on a, on a lot of people's radars. Yeah, because he's I mean, and all, I see a lot of fair share of people amount of people fucking I'm not gonna say a lot a lot, but I be seeing people tweet about him and shit. And it's just like okay, like he actually already has a little bit of a bubble already. So I mean, long as he stays in the public eye, I guess, and doesn't fall you know too deep into the indies where it's like yeah, got to know a guy to know the guy and <laughs> fucking be able to watch him type shit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, last thing I had was uh, Lady Frost signed with Impact Wrestling. I guess she's going to be having some match probably at their upcoming pay-per-view, which is like, okay, cool. I mean, like I said, like not everybody needs to go to AEW. And I'm not going to say she's a perfect fit for Impact, but like hopefully she can bring something to the table for them, like whether it's you know, just intriguing people that seen her on the indies that was gonna make make them want to support Impact. You know, like hopefully she does something for them and their division. Yeah, I, look, Lady Impact or not Lady Impact, Lady Frost. She, I'm pretty sure you've seen all the gifts and all the videos of her. Yeah, she, she's amazing in the ring. 
that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's a good pickup. I mean, I know a lot of people out there are probably gonna be like, damn, I wish she went to AEW. Why didn't Con sign her? Why didn't WWE try to get her in NXT? Blah blah blah. I don't necessarily want to see Impact die, but like just start making some better moves. And, and in my opinion, that's a better move. I mean, she's familiar. She's been building a name. Like I want to say, this past year she's probably got hella exposure. So I mean. Yeah, man, fuck it. Try to capitalize on that. She's not an ex-WWE person or no shit like that. I'm, I'm pretty sure she did some shit with AEW. She's, uh, I think she's done a couple dark matches. Yeah, okay, so I was going to say, I know she's done worked with them and shit, so it's like, yeah, man, just try your luck there. I mean, add to the talent that they already got there. I mean, they got decent talent. I'm not going to sit there and shit on their women's division, but, I mean... Okay, that's a question I can ask out loud. Do we still feel that WWE has the best women's division? Given the little minor changes and shit that took place, uh, mm. still got to leave MLW out because they're still not there yet. But I, I see it. I, I mean, I mean, look, NXT UK, they got they're shutting shit down. Women, women's wrestling, without a doubt. I think that's the best promotion right now. That's got the best women's wrestling. Yeah, they they got a very strong division. Their their women's division is way stronger than the men over there. I can say that. Like, and that's not a knock towards the guys over there, but it's like, yeah, the women they got they they got rid of all the weak links to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, besides Killer Kelly, I fucked with Killer Kelly, but like other than that, like, yeah, they got rid of all the weak links and they kept and re-signed the good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I mean, Millie McKenzie, Amelia now or whatever. Amelia, like, yeah. you know what I mean, like. Yeah, that was a smart move to sign her because she, you know, she. I used to see clips of her shit uh, from the UK indie promotions and shit when she was like tagging with uh, Dunn. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. I I will say, uh, Zaya Brookside turning heel is perfect. <laughs> yeah, and and that's what works a lot for characters. That's like look at Bailey, characters that come out on that bubbly personality shit, happy go lucky shit. It ends up paying off way better when they finally turn evil like it, it just it has more impact that way mm-hmm. so i mean yeah, i'm with it i mean uh i didn't really care for the promo like I, i've been saying on the pod a couple times like i really don't like the promo style in uk uh yeah like the whole with her friends and just like it seemed overacted like like she was trying too hard to like get that scene off and shit it didn't seem like Authentic. That's the best way I could try to chop it up. Like, I mean, and it's like I just literally was watching it for what it was. So it's not like I was trying to go into this shit just to shit on her. It's just that's what I that's what I personally took from that promo. It's like at least the friends walked away. Like that kind of saved it and shit. And she just walked off and leave me alone. Yeah. Like okay. Like yeah. Other than that, but that's not just her though. Like I said before on other people. Like yeah, the promo style definitely needs a change over there. <laughs> Get the fuck up out of that gym. How about we record somebody outside? In a car, maybe, or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah we don't got to keep fucking filming all of where we got everybody training in the back and shit. Even though people are beefing, they're fucking five feet away from each other because they're fucking getting their fucking training and stretching in in the back. Like, come on, bro. That kind of kills it for me. So that's why that's my gripe about that. Other than that, have you can have them say the same shit, just please, with a different backdrop. <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I've seen it. <laughs> shit, other than that, was there anything we was missing? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Uh, obviously, AAW is going to be doing their Unstoppable at the end of the month. Yeah. They've announced some matches for it. We're going to have Swan versus the Gunslinger. What's, what's your expectations for that? 
Oh, I don't see Fitchette losing that one. It should hopefully be a good match. I and this is not in a disrespectful way. Uh, do you do you think Swan can keep up with Fitchette? Or do you see Fitchette carrying the match? Uh, I don't know. Like Fitchette, especially his last match at, at Windy City Classic, really kind of showed the fuck out. Especially with with his with his striking and his kicks and his. I don't know, man. That 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 should be an absolute fucking tear the house down bang. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping because, like, you know, not that their styles are so different, but it's just like I feel like Fitchette's on a, on, a, on a different level. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not a knock against my boy Swan. Like, I still fuck with Swan, but yeah, man, Fitchette on some different shit right now. So that's why I was. That's why I asked. Like, do you think that he can could keep up, or do you think it's just gonna be Fitchette fucking holding all of it down? Oh, I I think it's 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 gonna be pretty even. I I. Think very highly of Swan. It should be a crazy good match. How you feel about Ruby Soho against Josh Alexander? Like I said last week on the on the pod, like that just it just blew my mind, and and to me it just signals that it's a one off for Ruby. Yeah, because like if she's just coming there just to face a guy, nonetheless, like yeah, because I when she got announced and was on the poster and shit, I automatically assumed she was facing some type of contendership, if not facing the champion type shit. Just automatically assumed. So for her to go against Josh, that blew my mind. Because I, even though they do that kind of shit in AAW, it still blew my mind. Like, that motherfucker is the walking weapon for a reason. Like, it's, like, it's going to be bad for you. That's how I feel. Like, that's why I'm like, I'm still interested. You know what I mean? But it's just like, wow, out of everyone that you came for, you came for him? Well. All right, fuck well, it. Like, I'll take it. But if, if history proves itself, Ruby was the uh, Heritage Cup champ or the Heritage Champion back in the day. Maybe. So she's had a men's belt. So I don't know if this. I mean, I'm I'm expected to be entertained. I'm not expecting to be annoyed or wanting to change the channel or walk out to go have a cigarette break. Like I'm not ex- I'm not expecting that to be happening during that match. I'm I'm very open hearted and minded about that one. Like, yeah, because you know it's one thing when WWE used to do intergender matches, but you know indie shit's completely different. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, I, I'm interested. It just, like I said, the selection just kind of threw me off. I was not expecting that to be the setup. Yeah, they haven't announced pretty much. They've only announced like four matches, so I'm kind of excited to see how. Yeah, what else is going to shake out, man? And where is Infamy? I think they're really selling the injury, bro, because I or, or unless they're really hurt, because I follow the guys and I don't see them posting anything about wrestling anyplace else. Like, yeah, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, they need to come back. Yeah, I mean, hopefully everything's cool. I mean, shit, because, yeah, like, unless they're just doing a hell of a sell job for this shit, like, one of the two. Because, you know, obviously I I love Ace Perry. I love Hammerstone. I'm happy about the tag team, but time to bring you for me back for that yeah. tag, tag team championship match. Yeah, because, uh, like I said before, all that SGC shit's pretty much in the back burner now. Like, even when their third man gets healed on uh, their side, Infamy. Gotta still wait for fucking Mans now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, eventually they got to do that. I don't know what show that'll take place at AEW, but they have no choice. But once all six men are healthy, you gotta run that shit. Yeah, it should be dope. And then what, the other one was uh, Christy and Ren Jones? Yep, versus Sky Blue and Storm Grayson. Makes sense, because I mean, I even said before, I was kind of curious, like, when I was watching a live and I would be seeing these promos backstage with Christy and Ren, like, where the fuck is this going? Like, are they going to, like, team up somehow, some way, and then fast forward, like, a month or two, bam, here we are. Like, okay, that makes sense. It paid off to me. I don't know if everybody else is going to agree, but that paid off to me. Okay, they have been 
fucking with each other, like, you know, him trying to big her up, telling her, like, you better than this, all this other shit. And maybe I'm missing something, but what's the friendship with Sky and Storm Grayson? Uh, maybe they did some shit in the in, in the past. I well, I'm alive and I just didn't see. But uh, I don't know. I I think just because Ren and Storm have been in matches and feuding a little bit, I think it just makes sense. I mean, yeah, that's why I was like. I mean, I'm not against it. I was just like, yeah, maybe there's something I'm missing here for the reasoning of that pairing. I just I just feel bad for the you know for the independent talent that doesn't have that buzz that they're really with all these people getting released and shit they're really getting pushed to the wayside yeah like 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 obviously the Windsor City Classic it was just so stacked it's like yeah you're probably not even getting on a line <laughs> you know like, right, right. like oh, yeah, fuck yeah. bro like there's just so much talent right now and it's like yeah if you aren't one of the top guys wrestling has been really good this year that's one thing i gotta say like wrestling's been really good this year but i'm just even more excited for next year just 22 is probably gonna be probably one of the best years of wrestling yeah i can agree with that so it's just i'm I'm so looking forward to that shit especially with aaw you know i mean like they outdo themselves like every fucking pay-per-view and and it's it's crazy because you you leave you leave the paper you thinking like there ain't no fucking way they're gonna top that Next pay per view. Next pay per view. They top it. That's what. That's why. That's what makes me love that brand, dude. Like it, it's. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's wild, bro. And then what? The only other match I think that was announced was the triple threat for the Heritage Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Reed and uh, Ace. Ace mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that every fucking pay per view. Yeah, I don't that's care. We've seen them mix it up quite a few there, but. It's a banger every time, so I'll take it. Like, I'm not mad at that. Like, see, shit like that is kind of probably, like, how people felt about Punk and Samoa Joe back in the day. Like, fuck it. I'll, they keep having this match all the time, but I'll keep watching it. Like, yeah. Uh, it's one of those for me. I can definitely watch those guys wrestle each other all the time. Yeah, they fucking throw it. They, they hold it down. It's going to be... Uh, next pay-per-view should be dope. Hell yeah. Yeah, shit. Other than that, though, man, I didn't really much have anything else left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It was a decent week of wrestling. Yeah, sure. I mean, War Games was a little meh. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. War Games was definitely, since probably the beginning, probably one of the worst pay-per-views they've done. Yeah. Unfortunately. but I'm kind of glad they're taking TakeOver out of the name. These fucking shows don't deserve to be known as TakeOvers. Yeah. yeah take- I'm so glad they did that shit. I was kind of like, man, what the fuck at first? But now seeing the way shit's playing, no, good. Let that be a golden era when we talk about TakeOvers. We know we're talking about good shit. Yeah. Classic shit. Yeah, where every match is a fucking banger. Yeah. Yeah. But shit, man, I guess that's going to do it for all for this week. Uh... Now, as far as next week, I believe we should be in next week. And then after that, I believe it's time for some holiday vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, after that, we'll be coming back in the second week of January. So, like I said, we should be back next week, barring schedule changes and shit of that nature. It's that time of year. So, can't never really fully predict things. Yeah. But as always, want to thank y'all for stopping by, listening to us talk our shit, give our fucking angry views on shit so appreciate that as always and uh until then we're gonna holler at y'all man yeah we appreciate you guys thank you so much for for viewing